It's time for Tundra Talk on WTMJ Nights. Here's your host, Brian Newton with Brandon Snide. Yes, I've been talking about this all week because I was following Brandon's tweets. And you can follow Brandon Snide's tweets as well. <laughs> you can also listen to him every morning on Wisconsin's or Wisconsin. However you pronounce it, you know where it is. It's Wisconsin's Morning News. Uh, Brandon, welcome. Glad you're here. We didn't get to talk last week because the Bucks were playing on Thursday. How thoughtless of them to interrupt Tundra Talk. Uh, I saw your tweet on Sunday after the Packers Uh-oh. lost to the Steelers, and you were you were more optimistic than I than I thought you would be, and that I understood. You were talked about there. There was flashes of hope. There are good things to come out of this loss. Would you please explain that to me? What good came out of the loss on Sunday? Well, I think, Brian, you got to look at the big picture. And I know we're in a world where everybody needs instant gratification. We got to see wins. And if we don't win, it's the worst thing in the world. And I get it. But this is still a very young team. I know we've talked yes. about it at nauseum. Uh, <laughs> but they looked like... They looked like they started taking a step, Brian. And I know they beat the Rams 20-3 to the week prior, um, traveling out to Pittsburgh. Look, the Packers haven't won there since, like, the 70s. Like, it's been right. a long time. So, Favre didn't win in Pittsburgh. Rodgers, he beat Pittsburgh, but he didn't win in Pittsburgh. Um, so, it's a tough place to play. And I thought that the young Packers went there and, look, responded right off, right off the bat. I mean, the Steelers go all the way down, marched down the field, and – what seemed like they were cutting warm cheese, you know, with a knife, just straight to uh, through the Packers defense, 60 yards on, on the ground on that, on that first drive. But right. then the Packers responded right away. Like that was encouraging to see. It was encouraging to see Jordan Love kind of just like his coach says, just rip it, just throw it. Yeah, let he it go. did look a little um, more relaxed, didn't thinking. he? Right. Yeah, he did. And, I, and that's kind of where the tweet, uh, the basis of that tweet is because, look, <laughs> the defense – the defense is what the defense is, and and it's probably always going to be. They didn't play the worst game, uh, but they also gave up over 200 yards on the ground. So I mean, you know, they didn't yeah. they didn't necessarily put their the team in a position to win uh, like they should have, especially against an offense in Pittsburgh that isn't very good. But as far as the offense goes for the Packers, Jordan Love looked good. Jaden Reed made a ton of catches. You know, I know there's some issues with Christian Watson and the timing and the rhythm and the chemistry between him and Jordan Love. Luke Musgrave had a few big catches uh, down the middle of the field, one to the sideline. This is just what you wanted to see. You wanted to see, okay, we know we're not going to the playoffs. You know, that's kind of out of the picture. We, we definitely know we're not going to the, the Super Bowl, and we, we probably never were going to. If your expectations were that, I don't know, you know, what you were thinking. Yeah, but, you were smoking something. You know, yeah, yeah you were. You just you, you wanted to see, okay, give me something that gets me encouraged for the, the week after and, and the following weeks. And I thought on Sunday, Jordan Love in the offense provided that, Brian. I really do. It was encouraging to see him. And I know he had a couple interceptions. I wouldn't put either one of those interceptions on him, especially the last one. You could argue the first one right. to Christian Watson. But he was going out and he was making plays. He was using his feet. And it was a little bit, when you're watching, it was less thinking and just him, you know, like his coach says, just more just ripping it, letting it go and, and stop trying to place the ball perfectly. Uh, to the receiver and just just throw it, just play football. And I thought 
it was a good step. And look, the offensive line played really good too. You know, you can't I wanted to bring up, yeah, played. I wanted to bring up the tackles. The tackles seemed because we've been talking about that all year. The the line not being as strong as it should be, but Zach Tom and Rasheed Walker both did pretty well against guys yeah, they, who were proven rushers. Zach Tom, I believe, was the fourth rated offensive tackle according to Pro Football Focus, and he was going up against arguably the defensive player of the year uh, and former Badger T.J. Watt, who's who's probably, if not the best defensive player in the last few years, he, he's up in that conversation. And Zach Tom is a fourth-round rookie, or excuse me, fourth-year, second-year uh, second guy, and he held his own, Brian. Like that, he, he, he yeah. didn't give up a whole lot. He gave up one sack, and I would even argue that probably wasn't even on Tom. That was more on Jordan Love than anything. But nonetheless, you're absolutely right. The tackles held up. Elton Jenkins looked good. John Runyon Jr. looked good. Pass protection was great against a really good – this is a really good Pittsburgh defense. That's the other thing. we talked. I yeah. talked about the offense showing something. That, that's a really good defense that they were going up against in Pittsburgh, and they responded to right away, you know, being able to score points right away, something we haven't seen. That was the first touchdown, Brian, yeah. that the Packers have scored in the first quarter since week one. I was going to bring that up next because we talk about that every week too, that the Packers in the first half were not scoring points. They were getting behind, and then it was all in the second half. So it was nice to see, like you said, right out of the blocks, getting some points on the board. Yeah, and I think when you're looking at at the end of the year, you want to look back and be able to see, okay, what did we learn about Jordan Love? What did we learn about guys like Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, Luke Musgrave, Jaden Reed? Did we learn anything about our offense line that we didn't already know? They're more of the season group uh, on offense. Um, I'll tell you one thing I didn't like. Um, I didn't like Aaron Jones in this one. I, I just didn't like. He had a rough day. I don't know. Yeah, he just seemed off. Like it just, and it happens, right? Like we wake sure. up sometimes, and it's just not our day. I feel like that was was him, Brian. If I got to look at a negative, I, I I feel like it was. You know, he catches that ball at the end of the game. There's about 25 seconds left. He doesn't get out of bounds. I mean, he doesn't even gain a yard. So I don't I don't know why yeah. he. Yeah, you know, I think he was just in his head thinking he could extend the play, which clearly, obviously, he did not. But it just didn't seem like his day. Um, and so you, you already know what you got in Aaron Jones. So at the end of the year, you wanted to be able to look back on these weeks and be like, okay, from week one to two to three to four and so on, what changed, what got better, what got worse. And over the last few weeks, over the past three weeks, Jordan Love has over 700 yards passing. He's got four touchdowns. He's got two interceptions, but you're seeing a, a little bit of a progression, a little bit more of a comfort uh, for not only him, but the chemistry and, and the guys that are catching on the other end of uh, catching these footballs, because again, they are mostly rookies. I know Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson are not, but they kind of essentially are based on how much time they missed a year ago. Before we turn our attention to the Chargers on Sunday, Brandon, you, you you've been covering the, the Packers all week after this after this game. Was there something different that they did that, that where all of a sudden? Jordan Love looked like the guy everybody expected him to be, a more relaxed, as you said, and the coach said, just just ripping it out there, seeming to have a little more fun. Was there is there a turning point? Is it just, you know, the comfort level keeps growing week to week, not just with him, but with his receivers and the rest of the offense? Where did this come from? And is it is it something that you project now will continue to improve as the weeks go on? 
Well, you know, it's it's been a weird – it's a great question. Um, it's been a weird year for them because in week one, the first half they started off slow. They only had 10 points against the Bears in that week one. But then week two, there was an explosion, right? They scored, right. you know, all kinds of points in the first half. Then they stopped scoring in the second half. Then week three, they didn't score in the first half <laughs> and scored all their points in the fourth quarter. So it's like you're looking at this and you're examining this and you're like, okay, what – what is going on with this offense? But I think what you're starting to see, to get back to your question, Brian, is an offense that's starting to feel comfortable with their roles, right? I think at the beginning of the year, who would you say was Jordan Love's number one target? Based off training camp, it was probably Romeo Dobbs, just off the amount of targets and catches. Um, but I think they wanted to be Christian Watson, and he hasn't you know, matured into that yet. So I think now you're starting – to see that become Jaden Reed in a way. And you saw it at the end of that game against the Steelers. So you're starting to see guys fill into their roles. And I think that's where, where it's coming from. Well, it's exciting. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. Brandon Snide is here. Uh, you hear him every morning on Wisconsin's Morning News. He comes to us every week to do a little Tundra Talk. We're going to look ahead to Sunday. The Chargers coming into Lambeau. What can we expect? We'll do more of that. It's WTMJ Nights. It is Tundra Talk on WTMJ Nights. Brandon Snide joins us every week to talk about the Packers, the game that we just saw, and the game that's coming up this Sunday. These Chargers are coming into Lambeau. They have not been in Lambeau in a while. The Packers, uh, in the history of playing the Chargers, uh, have won most of the most of the contests except the last one. Uh, all right, Brandon, I got to ask the first thing. We talked, we already talked, and you mentioned the Packers defense on the, um, you know, again, well, all season, but against the Steelers too. Uh, the Chargers quarterback, Herbert, is really, really good. Their offensive line with, they don't allow, they don't get too much on their rushing yardage. Like, I think they're like, what, 25th in the league for that. But mm -hmm. what's going to be, what's going to be the challenge for the Packers defense coming up against Justin Herbert? Uh, you just you, your uh, question has the answer. It's Justin Herbert, uh, Brian. When you look at when you look at what he's able to do, not only in the pocket but out of the pocket, um, it's going to cause havoc for a defense that, for whatever reason, is, it still can't get out of its own way. Um, and then you add in Austin Eckler, who not only can he run the ball with efficiency, but he can pass it, and he, he or excuse me, he can catch it, um, and Herbert passes him the ball a ton so um being able to contain that and for whatever reason you know green bay with the screen passes or the running back leak uh plays they just they get lost and and they you saw that against the pittsburgh steelers pittsburgh does not run the ball or throw the ball very well they were they were more efficient against the packers than they had been all season so when you bring in justin herbert who in my opinion has probably if you want to talk about Best arm in the NFL, he's got to be in the discussion, right? He's he's as accurate as it gets. Um, and I know he has a fractured uh, finger on his non-throwing hand that he's had wrapped up for a couple weeks now. But, you know, I think what presents problems for the Packers is everything that Justin Herbert can do great, the Packers cannot defend. And that's going to be the issue uh, come Sunday. Well, they, the good thing is, for the Packers, the pass defense for the Chargers is pretty bad itself. So... Do you think if Jordan Love can continue this, 
I don't want to say carefree, but a more a more relaxed sure. approach to his throws that they can start picking apart a defense that is already questionable. Yeah, Brian, when you when Brandon Staley went there, you know, it raised a lot of eyebrows. He was obviously the hot commodity that year after leaving LA and you you were like, man, you know, going from the Rams to the Chargers, like that's a lot of talent over there. You know, Joey yeah. Bosa, they went out and got Khalil Mack, you know, they have a solid front seven. Um, and even their back uh, secondary is, you know, as le- if you look at the names, it's, it's pretty good. Um, they just, for whatever reason, haven't played up to par uh, to the expectations that Staley brought with him when they hired him from the from the Rams. So, you know, if you're the Packers, you're still questionable with those tackles, right? You want to see kind of can you build off of it? We, in the first segment with you and I, we talked about progress and, and, and seeing good things. This is another good test for the Packers, not only for the whole team, but for the offense, because this is a defense, the Chargers, that you can have success against. Jordan Love should be able to throw the ball around. I mean, they were in a shootout with the Detroit Lions last week. It was a 41-38 to finish, and I know the Lions are really good and, and have a ton of great players, uh, but the Packers can keep up with you know the Chargers. This isn't going to be one of those games where you know, it's 45 to seven at halftime, like we saw against the Lions on, on Thursday night a couple weeks ago. But, you know, I think it's a great opportunity for Jordan Love to continue to build off of that progress, build off of that momentum. And if he can, now he's starting to string together not just one or two weeks, you know, a month or so of, of good, decent football. And that's what you want to see out of your young quarterback. And you want to be able to see not only Jordan Love, but you want to be able to see eventually. Get Christian Watson, whatever funk he's in right now, Brian, they got to figure out a way uh, to get him out of it. I hope, you know, if Matt LaFleur, if there was a question I could ask Matt LaFleur, why haven't he, why hasn't he integrated Christian Watson outside of the passing game? Last year he had a few rushing touchdowns. He had those end around uh, against New England, okay. against Chicago, where, you know, he, he took the ball to the house and, and he was able to kind of figure out ways to, to get the defense away from what he was doing what seems to be all he's doing this year, running go routes and, and crossers yeah. over the middle. So you want to be able to see stuff like that, and I think this is a great opportunity for this offense to do that because I don't think uh, the Chargers' defense is all that good. Frankly, the Chargers' team, you never know what team you're going to get, Brian, because Yeah, they've they been show up and down and, and all year. They lose so two, then they weird. win two, then they lose two. <laughs> I mean, they're, just, they're a very weird, weird team, but when you've got an all-pro type quarterback – in Justin Herbert, and look, let's call it what it is, Brian. The Packers have been unable to eat, to beat bad quarterbacks. They just yeah. they haven't. Kenny Pickett's not good, and you allowed <laughs> the Steelers to win. You know right. what I mean? So now I you're do. like, holy no, cow. So now you got a, a top-notch guy. we got to see what they can do. Well, listen, I'm going to be looking forward to your very optimistic tweets on Sunday uh, <laughs> and listening to hopefully – you're able to back them up on Monday morning, be and your optimism will pay off. People can hear Brandon Snyder every morning on Wisconsin's Morning News. You hear him here weekly talking about the pack on Tundra Talk. What's your prediction? I have the Packers not winning this one, Brian. I think I've won the last two weeks, or not one, but I've been right Correct. the last two weeks. So, like the Packers, I want to I want to build off that momentum. I, I just <laughs> until until the team can really string together some progression and I know they have over the past few weeks I still I'm not buying it I'm going Chargers 27 the Packers 17 so hopefully a couple right. of Jordan Love touchdowns to get the 17 points and, and then I'll be happy 
There we go. Brandon, thank you. Always a pleasure. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Brian. Have a good one. Talk care. You too. All right, that's uh, Brandon Snide. Listen to him every morning and then read his stuff on WTMJ.com. we got to do this. Jessica, I'm sorry we're running a little late. We'll get to you in just a second. It's WTMJ Nights.